Oh my gosh, fun. It's happening. We're getting it. I love when things are ready and they work and everything goes perfect. It always happens every time I do anything. Yeah, most of the time when I'm around you, everything goes perfectly. Every time I've ever had an endeavor in my entire life, there has never been an issue with it. And it actually makes it really hard for me to relate to people because they always say stuff like, this went wrong. And I'm like, what do you mean wrong? Yeah, you were like, I'm sorry, you have to retake the photo. What, yeah. I'm a one and done kind of beauty. What does retake mean? Yeah, try again. I'm finished with photos now. I'm sorry, can you, what's the, pra- practice? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't. I literally yeah. don't know what that word means. You mean just succeeding? I've only been. Yeah, exactly. It's success. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for people to relate to you, really. I'm one of the most difficult people to relate to in the entire yeah, world, mostly because of your stature. Because of how tall I am, I'm I'm yeah. six foot. Your tank like build. I'm six foot ten. Wait, what did you say? Your tank like build. My tank. I think you said a tank like build. <laughs> yeah, your little twink like build. Well, I don't think I didn't think you said. Tw- twink i think i thought you said tank but which is worse that the the great thing about uh terminology in queer spaces is it moves way too fast for straight people to really grab a hold of it do you know what i mean but they'll get some of it a couple years later later and run it into the ground but it's done like i'm sure like slay the house down boots is like that's like five years oh yeah now you're gutting yourself in the street baby i heard that for the first time like two months ago you know what i mean how did you feel about it when you first heard it that was great you 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 had no questions oh i had questions oh listen (laughs) i always have questions Mm -hmm. but i've learned to not ask them i've learned to just let things be the way they are you said understand i was like i get it you know what respect you ever hear house down boots basement that's a big one no see and i don't know and you know what i'm gonna do let it be i like snatching balls <laughs> That's my favorite. You're, these are all real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> snaps their edges. Man, I'm still I'm still getting over. Uh, God willing, and the creek don't rise. So God, well, not thought, I mean, that's been around since the dawn of time, since probably. The beginning of time, absolutely. and the creek done did rise recently. Okay. Oh, you know one I heard uh, recently that I really liked. What? This is gonna sound so stupid, but I really liked it. Instead of cursing the dark, light a candle. Oh, okay. What is that, a poem? No, it's a proverb. Oh. What do you mean you got no candles? Don't curse the dark light of candle. Either everybody has candles. I don't know about that. Go to a Mexican grocery store. I mean, go to Target, honestly. Go to Target. No, 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 no. Go to a Mexican grocery (laughs) store. Don't. If the choice is between the two. That's true. You should choose the other. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, A big saying where I'm from is... uh, Wow, you're as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. That's awesome. I like that because I can relate to it and I immediately know what it means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Do you feel like that's a that's a that's like a straight guy's version of slay the house down boots? Uh, no, I think a straight guy's version of slay the house down boots is bro. Let's go, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. let's go. That's let's a big go. One. Let's go is huge. That's a big one. Just the noise. Woo. <laughs> Oh, that's a big one too. It's yeah. funny that we that we have woo girls whenever guys love to woo. When I when I first heard woo, it really confused me as a young man learning uh cuz you, you never know, seen men show joy. That well, so close. Yes, that but also it was such a it's such a high-pitched noise and if it didn't have its cultural context, I would associate it with femininity. I would associate the noise like woo. 
with like girlishness. So when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck? Why did you just do that? Because I was just learning how to like, uh, you know, hold my peers accountable for no reason. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? To police them. So I was like, dude, what? And they're like, no, it's like Ric Flair. And I was like, who the fuck is Ric Flair? And, and then, they're like, the man in the thong and the thigh-high boots. Come to find out, Ric Flair also could have very easily been a queer icon. You know what All I mean? the Flair. All the Flair. Fringe? What's that? Oh, he yeah, he had young. Fringe. He yes, had fr- yes, 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 yes. See, nothing fringe. straighter than what's that. You really passed that test. Yeah. For, uh, what? Fringe? I mean, fringe? What is that, like velvet? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that gay fabric. Gay fabrics? Suede, velvet, fringe, sequins. Those are gay fabrics. The, you Chiffon. Know, the the gay pride flag, if there was a straight pride flag, it would just be the word fringe with a question mark at the end. <laughs> fringe? It would just be you up, question mark? Uh, I wanted to ask you as our group topic, I wanted to talk about things that we think we'd be really good at. Yeah. Because, you know, there's not a lot, you don't have a lot of time in life, and I can't really do everything I, can, I want to do of course. or think I could do in life. Yeah. Like, for instance, I've watched all of Grey's Anatomy, so, like, I am dead set I could be a surgeon. Yes. I don't have the time. So, surgeon is yours. I mean, that's one of them. I would be a great surgeon, a a neonatal surgeon specifically. And that's dealing with, like, babies? the doctors that do surgery on the babies in the womb. And why do you think you would be particularly good Well, because in Grey's Anatomy, my favorite character was the neonatal surgeon. Okay. And I said, birds of a feather flock together, hun. And right. I think that also because you have to go through uh, a residency of like being a gynecologist, and I think I would be a great gynecologist. Right. I'd be like a celebrity gynecologist though. Like you would come in, it would be like themed pap smears. Like you'd like lay down on a bed of snow. I'd like freeze the instrument. I'd play Frozen <laughs> in the background. Imagine. Or you'd come in, it'd be like jungle themed. Like monkeys would hold your legs up, and I'd use a plantain to swab. Imagine. Being a woman going into that situation but not knowing the backstory. Oh yeah, just walking in, being like, "Um, excuse me, why is there a bird holding the uh, the speculum right now?" Yeah, you see Lindsay Lohan waiting outside <gasps> for her appointment because I'm a celebrity going to college. You you dress up the speculum like a little bird, and then oh, yeah. it goes and it tweets from inside. Oh my god, that's awesome! It open it also it also is a Tesla. Fuck this podcast. Let's do that. Yeah, that's a big one for me. Oh, my God. I think I would be a really good gynecologist. I think I'd make people feel really comfortable. I think I'd be fun. I agree. Um, I also think the theme thing is great. Also, no one's ever... Pan- I think I would partner with, with like, Panera Bread. Because the bread milk, no. the extra yeast. You don't want yeast involved I, in this. I, I, but listen, it's going to be there. It's part of the job. Right. I should be capitalizing on that as an American citizen. Right, right, right. Slash gynecologist, slash surgeon, slash neonatal surgeon. Right. That's a big one for me. I think I'd be good at They open their legs and you're like, I didn't order the bread bowl. Just kidding. That's just something I do to lighten the mood. <laughs> I'm bent and nice to meet you. I leave a gift in there. I'm like a coupon. <laughs> no, you should... Uh, yeah, there's so much you could do with a themed i i think just rainforest cafe oh oh my god it's yeah like, just in the middle of your pants mirror it starts raining you hear like it would be, that would be the best it's wet in here yeah. isn't it a toucan flies by and drops the utensil that's real a utensil you know the little the crank <laughs> very good yeah i would oh i would also love to be a gps voice yeah i, I would love to be like uh i would like to be but i would like i don't want to be like right all the time i want to be like oh shit like I think you were right. Or be like, I don't think to be like, Benton, where are we going? And I was, I don't be able to be like, what? I wasn't really paying that much attention. I was playing Angry Birds. As a prank, they should have your voice be the GPS voice for every iPhone and Android sold in the in Arkansas. 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, hello, it's Benton. <laughs> and they're like, they're oh, like, get it off my phone. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, set an alarm. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, tomorrow's lazy day. Tomorrow you're going to put on your socks. We're going to do an aloe mask. So you can get up and wear camouflage again? Yeah. I don't think so. It's like, you better do your laundry. <laughs> you know what? I'm. You know what? I'm turning on snooze. That's very We're snoozing. <laughs> snooze again. I'm like, I'm like, the, the, I'm like, I'm like, I set your apples to record all of Ted Lasso. It's, he's a happy guy. He's a nice guy. I got, I got rid of all the Duck Dynasty on your fucking DVR. We don't need that anymore. They're like, how are you in the DVR? You're my iPhone. You're like, Sorry. they're like, they're like, they're like, record the fight. I'm like, recording RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought you meant the house down fight boots, mama. <laughs> That's not even how I talk, which even makes it funnier. No, of course That's I would be, it better. It would be so much better, yeah. <laughs> just calling them mama. Just, just you do everything they say, but you say mama at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, call my wife. Okay, mama. All right, sweetie. <laughs> I'm like, okay, beebs. Yeah. Okay, you're. Oh my god. And then, wife. and then if they like change, like if they change it to British, I'm just like, oh my god, babes. Uh, you're so crazy, though. When every time they you, they say call my wife, you say calling your lady twink. <laughs> <laughs> calling girl twink now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. That would be awesome. I would love to do that. I would you also would... like to work at a DMV. Yes. I would love to be. I would love to come in in clothes that are not meant for a DMV. Fuck. Because no. that's what DMV people love to do. I would like yeah. to have too many bracelets on. Yeah. I would like to sit behind that. That I would like to sit behind that computer with a line of people that are on the verge of tears and wait for everyone to walk up and go. This is the wrong line. Yeah. You're actually going to be in that line over there. Oh, I had a bad DMV experience recently. Oh, you were at a DMV. I was at a DMV. Well, usually, here's the thing. I think I might be losing my charm in my old age. Because I'm usually I'm usually a smooth-talking motherfucker when it comes to... I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't register my car in time, but they didn't send me a reminder in the mail. So I was like, all right. They gave me a late registration fee, and I'm like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to smooth-talk my way. I'm going to... I'm going to use my silver tongue to get out of this situation, right? And I go up, and I'm, like, all ready. I have, like, all the things in my head prepared. And I, and they were like, okay, so you have a late registration fee to pay? And I was like, oh, yeah, I already talked to somebody about this. That's what you always oh, say. Oh, I always I already talked to somebody about this. Because I did on the phone. I was like, I already talked to somebody about this. Uh, I didn't get a reminder. And before I could even get a reminder out, she's like, you're paying this fee today. There's no way out of it. And I was like. Yes, mom. And I just yeah. You were like, well, you didn't send me the reminder though. Yeah, I didn't get the reminder. Yeah. As a young man, no one reminded I'm me. I'm a baby. Yeah, I'm. I'm only 16 years old. Yeah. You're like, I tried to set my Alexa, but he said no, mama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my gay Alexa. She's like, sir, what are you talking about? You're like, it's my friend. It's my friend Benton, but it's also my queer Alexa. You know, also Silver Tongue is such a great name for like a lesbian bar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Maybe. So, but it'd be, like a, it'd be like a very chic lesbian bar. Like lesbians wouldn't actually go. It'd be so. They'd be like, yeah, no. That, they'd be like it's not our vibe. That's the issue. It would be all like it would be all bisexuals with boyfriends. That would be the issue <laughs> with the silver tongue. Yeah, is they would be a bunch of a bunch of women trying to trying to turn. Yeah, it would just be people that are being like, oh, is your store buy one get one half off body jewelry too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd yeah, be yeah. very that. And and like a, just a couple women there, like we're just trying to eat pussy here. Come on, girls. Yeah. <laughs> like we get you have boyfriends, but maybe just tonight yeah. pretend. <laughs> They're like, damn it, you have a septum piercing. What's your <laughs> problem um that would be a great one too oh i would also yeah. love to be the person that delivers the person's last meal 
on death row. Like whoever does that. Why? Because I, I just think like, cause you know, they don't, they're, they don't have a lot to live for. That's like the thing. And so I just feel like I could come in and I could be like, in my head, I see me like just, cause what I do in real life is I start talking to people about the things that I'm enjoying, like whatever TV show I'm watching. Yeah. So I just picture me being like, I brought your, you know, your roast beef like your grandma makes and also vibes on Love Island. It is crazy. <laughs> what is happening vibes? Like I just talk to them. Like every time I come in, I'm just like a different, a different person. Just, just, I'm just reenacting scenes from Kill Bill. Just, just kill me now. Just you no. know what? Guard, guard. I'm keeping it spicy. You know, because like leading up to it, all they're gonna be thinking about is like dying, right? And so like if I can keep their mind off of it by telling them about the drama going on in the villa, right? That would then I it. think that like that's really. I think it's just a different take. I think 100%. it's just a fun twist on a hard job. I, I and think, I think I want to look for the silver lining in 2023. Right. And if I have to deliver your last food, which also, I would there'd be a lot of judgment in the pit. I would if someone said like I want my last food to be like deviled eggs, I'd be like, actually, they've moved your appointment up. Right. Because you're sicko. Right. I mean, I love deviled eggs, but as your last meal, Yoar Sarnayev would be just so elated to see you as like the last person he talks to he's just waiting in death row and then you go and he's just like the americans can't stop they, they just can't stop fucking me they just can't stop. and you're like all right you just don't understand what's going on in love island let me explain to you again you're like so jennifer coolidge golden gold speaks did you hear it <laughs> the alarm's going off we were all teary-eyed oh that's so funny like that i think those would be really fun jobs I think they would be really cool. Or the person that like makes fragrance commercials because like have you ever seen a fragrance commercial? They um, make no fucking sense. No, it, I've never seen a fragrance commercial a fragrance in my commercial, entire it's, life. It's always like a woman or a man like running like running up a staircase or running up like a beach whenever the sun's going down and they like turn and all of a sudden they like burst into flowers or they burst into gold or or like or they'll just like catch the camera and they'll say something like emotional. Like, yeah. they don't make any sense. You know, that makes sense, though, because you can't smell through your TV, so you have to, like, make it optically. But, like, yeah. that's, that's interesting. But also, it's just, like, that's dumb. I want I want to know, what is it doing? Like, you know how Axe Body Spray was like, this will get you laid. That was, like, right. the slogan. Right. At least we knew what they what, what, what they thought that smelled like. What they like. proposed yeah. it smelled Julia like. Roberts running up a staircase at midnight. It smells like a, like a rich lady that can't find her, her, her team? Oh. I don't understand what I'm getting here out of the fragrance. When I... So I would love to make those commercials. When I uh, worked in a factory, I remember when we would get off on Friday, it was a... There was, was this like during the revolution? What do you mean? When you worked in the factory? During when the, the revolution? When all the men went to war? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was a fuss budget back at home, <laughs> trying to save all the canned goods I could for the boys overseas. Um... No, I, I worked very briefly in a in like an LED screen, like that we would put together and take apart LED screens from concerts. So you know how they have those big back mm-hmm. walls? Those are actually like hundreds of individual LED screens. They're like three foot by two foot mm-hmm. that we would assemble and then disassemble. So it was like hard work. And at the end on like Friday, okay. uh, like we would we I, I would be getting off and there were locker rooms for the guys. I was just a contract worker, but there were guys who like worked there, worked there, and they would be at the lockers just misting axe body spray like you could i was like what two of you could have just not brought cans and just walked through and you would have had the same fucking effect they were just dousing themselves did you have an axe body spray error fuck no really no 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 what was your what was your what was your young man scent 
body odor and fear. That's all oh. it was. It was it so was, that hasn't evolved. No, it has been the same. I've kept the same scent. I have the same smell profile. You didn't have like a you didn't have like a go to cologne you put on for dates or anything. A dates? No. Or like prom? You didn't wear like a fragrance to prom. I went to prom by myself. What does that mean you got to smell bad? Well, for me, it did. I was like, if I hey, so if you've I have never had a fragrance. No. Really? No, no. A fragrance? Yeah, like a cologne. You've never had like a cologne you put on or anything. No. You don't even have like a type of like a like a certain deodorant you buy. I I mean I have like uh, I have a couple of sticks of deodorant, but they last me so long because I don't use them every day. But you don't like get like a certain one. You're not like I want the cedar wood one or no. Have never distinguished a difference. I've never wow. really cared. Yeah, I don't. We should take you somewhere where you get to see which cologne you would like, like what you would pick. That would be fun. I I shower I shower twice a day for the listeners at home who think I'm stinky. That is, I will say, my biggest consistent complaint of my friends is sometimes I am stinky. Your friends just tell you that. I'm I think stinky. We've yeah. talked about this before. Yeah, Killian's to- Killian, my my buddy Killian. I know Killian comes up on the podcast so often. Uh, he often calls me stinky. He he calls me stinky all the time. He'll he literally will be. I'll sit down. I'll say hi, Killian. He won't say a word to me, and he'll go like this. He'll go stinky. That's what he does. He does that to me. And then do you fix it immediately? I try to. Yeah, I go. I'll I'll like buy. I bought sticks of deodorant before open mics and stuff. He holds me accountable. Oh, that's really good. It's a good friend. That is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's strange he has to do it so often, but it is good. He's done it more than once. Well, I bike to places, so like... Yeah, so shouldn't you have like a bike kit? Like, see, my thing is like when you start something, you have to make a kit for it. I'm like, <laughs> this is my car kit. I have a... You know me. I have like, my car. I have a pack thing ready to go. I have a podcast kit. Right. I have a, a gym kit. I love a kit. I have in each bag I own. I have the same products that I may need over in different versions of it, though. You do definitely have a podcast kit. You have a fucking that thing is like for the military. That shit is so succinct. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Listen, no, I don't. I just think people need kits. So if you if you know you're biking somewhere, you you one of those little bags for no. your bike. You put a deodorant in it. You put like a, a some band aids in case you skin your knee. But it's already. I mean, I'm just. I've, I'm realizing that I just have really limited mental space when it comes to like. Like things like I can only keep a few things juggling at like I bought headphones, really nice Bluetooth headphones. And I was immediately like just as a gift for for myself, like I I don't buy a lot of technology stuff because and I was immediately like these will be gone in a few months. So like enjoy them while they're here now. And that lo and behold, today couldn't find them. It's just like. I can't keep track of multiple things. Why don't you make a space for them? Like one little basket on your side. I have tried. It's one of those things where it's like, why don't you make a basket? It's like, I lose the basket. I can't do. It's just not. You know what? We're going to slow down a little bit. We'll slow down. My mom's the same way. And she's very successful. She's very powerful. And I miss school so many times because she lost her keys. So many times. Oh. Yeah. Like. It's just, it was just a part of maybe my you're, life. Maybe you're haunted. Like, you're cursed. Your family has, like... It could be a family You know how there's, curse. like, folklore about, like, certain little creatures that'll steal keys and stuff? Yeah. That could be happening to you. I don't know. My, Netflix? My, my mom is famously lucky, though. She's famous. Well, she could be cursed because she's blessed. Interesting. That's a storyline. Um, Are those all... I mean, those are great jobs that you... Thank you. Think you would be good. Oh, a couples counselor? I think I'd be good at that one, too. Oh, you would be fucking amazing I would love to be a couples that. counselor because there's really... I don't think there's really a rule book. I'm pretty sure it's just, like, whatever the counselor thinks would work. Do you think... I'd be like, you guys should try to put... Take your savings, go to Hawaii, see if that'll fix it. If not, bring me back a shell. Do you think we could do a little, like, I, I'm... 
I, me and my 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 wife are here. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Dr. Benton. No, I haven't let you in my office yet. Oh, okay. okay. I'm with another client. Did you wait outside, please? Just, yeah. I'm, it'll well, be about 15 more minutes. The secretary minutes. let us in. It'll so be about I don't... 15 more minutes. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll, okay, sure. We'll discuss this when you're in your session. Booty dude. The, uh, there's okay. a music playing in I'm the gonna say. Uh, Mr. Donahue? Uh, yeah, it's Donahue. Yeah, hi. Mm-hmm. How are you? Yes, nice come, you. Daniel. In here, yep. we're going to have a seat, you and your wife. Yep. Hello, Kimberly. Kimberly, Kimberly Belinda Donahue. Kimberly Belinda Donahue. Yes. And now, can you guys tell me a little bit about why you're joining us here, me to here today? Well, yeah. I mean, things are going really, really well. And then, <clears throat> oh, did you want me to stop there? No, or? go ahead. I was just clearing my throat. Oh. I, I, I do have other people that I have to talk to throughout the day. I get a little. I get. I have, sometimes I have to clear my throat. It's a human quality. We'll, we'll discuss it later. Why that bothers you? Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't really bother me. Okay, just go so, ahead. Continue. Your yeah, story. yeah, yeah. So, uh, in her sleep, uh, Kimberly Belinda has started elbowing me as hard as she can in the face. I'm going to stop you right there. Do you yeah. always call her Kimberly Belinda? Well, I'm just trying to... It's... Is it a hyphenated name? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, well, it's a hyphenated name. So, her whole name is Kimberly Belinda. Yeah, Kimberly Belinda Donovan. Okay, so yeah. I was going to say, uh, that could cause... I think maybe the ancestral trauma of her having that name Okay. could be, uh, you know, being... Uh, manifested at night okay and she's blaming you the patriarchy for that so that's a pretty big jump to make and i want to say i am bleeding and this is becoming a pro i have to go to the hospital very often yeah so see the tumor that you have is actually it's a <laughs> it's a two i have a tumor <laughs> yeah, it's a ble- wait a minute <laughs> it's a bleeding tumor from the hits and punches i know this because it is a direct representation of the blisters on her foot as a woman from marching for Whoa. equality. That's so it is in so a I way. So I want you to think about how you're a vessel for that pain. Kind of my fault that this is happening to me. I wouldn't say it was your fault. Okay. I would say that you are the a cause. problem, but right. not the problem. <laughs> okay, great. Well, they, you're well worth. I the... noticed your wife hasn't spoken the entire time. That's something you might want to reflect on. Yeah. Right. Well. Um... Also, she's not here. Right. Well, I'm I am uncomfortable doing a, a woman's voice in any way that people would be happy with. Oh, you so... haven't been doing one this whole time. <laughs> uh, wait. Let me change. Hi, I'm Kimberly Belinda. <laughs> oh, I see what's happening. Because women here. can sound anyway. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's heard... true. That is true. That's Thank how you, Kimberly. I'll tell you that much. You know what? Your time's actually up. These are very short sessions. Very high prices. <laughs> Because I don't have a lot of time left, I can't waste it all on you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a funny thing that happens in LA with people who like do services. Like, I mean, being a personal trainer, which it's they're all hard jobs, but there are some people that will you'll do a session with them and you'll be like, oh, that'll be however much money, and then they'll be like, oh my god, you should charge five hundred dollars an hour for this, and I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. what are you talking? Like, you should get paid your worth, and it's like. It's an hour of my time. It's so funny that you get that because doing makeup on people, when I would like do freelance makeup and stuff, almost every time that I would tell people the price, they'd be like, for my makeup? So funny. And I'd be like, yeah, the thing on your face in every photograph. (laughs) And every time they'll be like, I really want to look like Carrie Underwood or Kim Kardashian. I was like, do you think that Kim Kardashian paid $27 to get her makeup done? Of course. Like, do you think that Carrie Underwood hasn't washed her face in three months? You're literally doing art. Into, that gets washed off every day. Like that's so tough. Like it's so crazy. Like I, I was like I was like you just like especially when I would be like wedding pictures and stuff. I'd be like so you spent over a thousand dollars on your hair and dress, but you your face can just be a 
You just want me to pop some gloss on? Like, what do you want? I'll say I've, I've been on sets before, and I've talked to uh, makeup artists before, and it's one of the jobs, which there are many of these, where I completely excuse any use of amphetamines for completing it because they're up earlier than the actors are, and they're doing such more specific technical work. It's it's not. I'm wearing a B12 patch right now. That's not even a joke. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, because I was. You have to be so fucking laser focused. Because if you fuck up, you have to redo everything. Also, it's you so have to nuts. talk to everyone the whole time. That's the most draining part. You have to. Here's the. Is you have to entertain the entertainers the whole time, as if as, as if they're children. Like, look up, look up, look up. We're gonna go up here. Look up here. You know what I just realized is so many actors take which which. It, this is kind of it's, this comes from a good place, but so many actors take such pride in being like, "Well, my favorite person on set was actually the makeup person, or like was the craft food service person, or the sound people." And it's like th- you should feel that way, like th- that is true, and they do. They all have like very hard jobs and should be appreciated for it. But I think it's gone to a point where actors want to be like so over the top where they take mm-hmm. the people's time because they want to be they want to leave and be like yeah i was i'm like best friends with the makeup person actually yeah. and, like and you, and you can tell when it's genuine you can tell when it's not but i've seen it when it's not genuine it's like dude let them do their fucking job you're like it's it's really being, wild yeah so like what part of town are you from like they're all they're, like they're so impressed that you're oh, talking like, to i got a juice there once it's oh like they're starting telling you things you never wanted to know. You yeah, don't give a shit. They do that with PAs too, where yeah. all of a sudden you'll just be like, either that or they're like, PAs don't exist. Right. They'll just be like, it's where did this, two. where did this, all this come from? They're like, yeah. it's so weird. All my cups and glasses are here that I asked for, my nuts, crackers, and other. Just treat people like people. And then they'll, they'll be just as impressed with you. They'll think you're cool. Or treat them like ants. Put them in a little farm. Ooh. Four glass windows. A little bit of ant food. See how they do. Okay. They'll make a little tunnel. That's different. Nothing wrong with that. And I'm different. <laughs> um, what what are jobs do you think you'd be good at? I I just had one. You had so many. <clears throat> um, I have, a, I have a grand delusion over here. No, there's nothing wrong with that. My mine's very delu- mine mine's a delusion that I've actually acted on. I always thought I would be if I trained a good singer. Oh, <laughs> we'll put that on my list. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I over the pandemic I took uh lessons like singing lessons from uh from this woman just very nice and i was so i was so nervous my heart was beating so fast because in my brain i know i am not a good singer i by all accounts i have sung in front of people i have been in school plays like i've tested myself and it is i have failed every time and literally in my brain as i'm going into the singing lesson i'm like well this could be it Oh, comedians want to be singers so bad, and singers want to be comedians so bad. I know. So I go into the I go into the singing lesson, and the the woman teaching me is very nice, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna do some exercises, and I'm gonna get your range." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, my voice is probably gonna be like pretty deep because I'm like a cool deep voice kind of guy." At the end of our like test, she goes, "Well, you have one of the highest natural voices I've ever heard," and I was like, "Sick." You're like I'm Adam Levine. Yeah, I'm like I, yeah, I'm Adam Levine. I'm I'm a tenor. I think Adam Levine is a tenor. I don't know what a tenor. Oh, is. he's definitely a tenor. Yeah. He's a tenor. Oh, he's a te- he's a tenor. <laughs> I'm just but that that I I think that I for sure have been in the. There are sometimes even today that I'll get in the car and I'll be like, Do I sound just like SZA? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I think I sound. You like can't. SZA. I'm like I'm like I am Adele. Yeah. I was like. L- 
I, I'm like, I'm like, look at my cheekbones. Are this I just start making things have up ever, to make me a good singer. I, yeah, here's the real question. Have you ever recorded yourself? Uh huh. Yeah, all oh. the time. I posted on the internet, Dan. Oh yeah. Oh, that's na- I couldn't do that. I love being like. Uh, and then sometimes I'll like I'll post a thing, being like, "Ha I'm being so funny and different." But in my head, I'm like, "That was pretty good." <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever do that? Whenever you do something, you're like, "Oh, that was actually pretty good." Yeah. I'll just be like, "I make my bed," and I, I like I just I, I I'm like way too into it. But yeah. what I really want is because like. I just want to be a good enough singer. Like, I'm realistic in my singing. Sure. Uh, obviously, very realistic. Very realistic. I just want to be a good enough singer that I can be a Broadway hit. Right. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> I just, I don't need to be Ariana Grande. I, who am I? Ariana right. Grande? <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, be, I want to sing like, you know, like a, like a popular. Now, I, I've, because uh, my girlfriend sings and she's very good and I've been, been around like musicians enough to, uh, for them to like kind of hone my ear a bit. When you listen to Ariana Grande, it's crazy because it is like she is a fucking singing robot. Like mm-hmm. it's not not in like a bad way. I'm saying no, like no, how fucking perfect she is at singing. Yeah, people get to have talents. It's so annoying. It's demented how good she is yeah. at singing. Sometimes when people are like too good at things, you're just like. And what and what's everyone else's plan? She really is. An You're example. setting the bar a little too high. She's an example of one of those people that I think like does transcend genre. And I I I think that like one of the things that I learned early on in comedy is like let people transcend their genre. Don't shut off a genre because there's incredibly talented people in every single genre. Genre keeping. Right? Genre keeping. Exactly. Like, people are like, I don't fuck with uh, country music. I was like that when I was younger because there was a huge contingent of, like... I love it. Because Cape Cod is a a weird place. uh, Buzzards Bay, where I'm from, is, like, a weird place where a lot of people are, like, like very much want to be Southern. Like, they're, they're, like, all the way would love to be Southern, and then liberal elite people who are like, ooh, that's gross, da 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 And my parents were more on that side, so I never... Well, my mom wasn't, my dad was, so I would never really listen to country. Okay. Can we just go back to... Did you say you're from Buzzards Bay? Buzzards Bay. That sounds like a, like, a, like, a, like a shipwreck cove. Yeah, it sounds like... It sounds a, like, a place, like a place in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, it sounds like a place where people die. Yeah, yeah it definitely feels like you guys are a little piratey. A lot of, and, a lot of wooden legs where you're from. New Bedford, Massachusetts, uh, one of the biggest fishing ports in the world. Aye, Captain. Uh, the setting of Moby Dick, New Bedford, Massachusetts. Oh my gosh! So see, there is something to it. You are mm-hmm. cove people. Cove people. Um, but uh, yeah. So I, I would very often be like, "Oh, country sucks. Country sucks." And then I like started listening to it maybe after college was when I first really mm-hmm. started giving it a chance. And I was like, "Oh no, this is like." unbelievable and i felt so stupid for sure i thought i was smart for not liking it but it turns out i was stupid for not liking it because if you if you completely shut yourself off from a genre you shut yourself off from everyone within that genre and it's like yeah i don't like pop country for the most part which i'm sure you and me probably disagree with but uh it's like oh why are you sure of that because okay, because I had a conversation with Laura about, or Killian had a conversation with Laura about this that I listened to, and Laura is is diehard staunch pro pop country in in a lot of ways. I don't think all pop country, but she loves pop country, like '90s, early 2000s pop. Because uh-huh. obviously that's what she grew up with. Okay, so I assume the same for me. You know what I really like about genres? Go ahead. I like when a singer just makes every genre of music their 
their thing. Like, Christina Aguilera will make every yeah. song into a Christina Aguilera song. Yeah. There is no limit to, to her doing a run. She'll do a run in Happy Birthday. Yes. And not only will she do it, but she'll do it better than you've ever heard in your life every time. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. My favorite thing ever used to be watching Christina Aguilera on The Voice coach people. And she'd be like, so what you want to do is you want to do this. And they would do something that tr- I'm like, the people would be like, what the fuck? Like, having people like her as a coach, which she was, I mean, obviously she's a good coach. But also it's like, I can't do what you're doing. We can't. Other right. people can't do it. It's like a one and done kind of thing. Right. It's Your like, voices too. And, and then they were like, "What if we have Miley and Shakira? Like, oh, two other people with the most weird, distinct voices you've ever heard in your life." And they're like, "What if we have Gwen Stefani?" It's like again. Finally, they were like, "Okay, we're gonna get Kelly Clarkson, who's like won a show like this and has a very well-rounded singing voice. Not that everybody else isn't a great singer, but they just have like." Like, Shakira sounds like Shakira all the time. You know, like, Miley Cyrus sounds like... Their voice... You, like, when you hear them, you're like, that's Miley Cyrus, that's Shakira. Right. When you're Kelly Clarkson, she could be doing opera, or she could be doing, like, rock. And I, she makes a good coach to me, but watching Christina Aguilera tell these people, like, to hit these notes and runs, or be like... Or then, or like... And then, then doing the example, I was like... I'd be like, I, I should just go home, Christina. Right, like, of course. Please don't turn your chair around. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it, it's like... Uh... It's like if, uh, do you know who Giannis Antetokounmpo is? No. He's a basketball player, and he's like the one of the most freakishly gifted. His nickname was the Greek Freak because he's so physically gifted. He can, uh, like, take, suck his own dick. He could oh, probably literally, <laughs> if it came out on Sports Center tomorrow on the top ten, and it's Giannis sucking his own dick, I would be like, that makes sense. Yeah. You're totally. like his flexors, his hamstring. <laughs> I don't know what part of the body that is. His flex. No, it's the flexors and hamstrings. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, but he can he can like basically uh, start from the three point line and take two steps and dunk the basketball. It's like the craziest thing. It's like him being mm. like, "Why don't you just dunk the basketball from there? Oh, like, yeah. what are you doing? Why don't you just dunk he's it like, from the free throw line? Why aren't you taller? Yeah, be taller. It's it's very that. That's basically what she's saying. Why can't you sing like this? Yes, it's very. Funny. And then she taught like a master class. You know, those, you can, like, take lessons. She taught a singing master class during the pandemic on there. And again, I had Masterclass because they were a sponsor one time for Good For You. And when I logged on, I was like, I'm just going gonna, gonna to watch the thing and right. just see what it's like. Once again, great information. T- sure. Packed with information. Knows what she's talking about. But it was, again, I was like, I can't mimic the example you're giving me. Right. Like, I need, like, who who taught Matilda how to sing? I kind of thought that about, like, I'm sure Steve Martin has really good insights into stand-up. But Steve Martin's stand-up is, like, incredibly oblique. It's, like, oh, yeah. very... It's very different than than if, say, you know, uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld or, like, uh, it's the difference between, like, Maria Bamford or Jer- and Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, totally. It's like that. I mean, Maria Bamford it probably has, like, great insights, but if they're teaching how to do comedy like they do comedy, it's, like, impossible. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Masterclass was it was really cool and really fun to go through all the things and watch. And, like, I did learn a ton but everyone teaching is like a master at the thing they're doing. Right. So it's almost like it's almost like you can't learn from them. You can only admire them. That's right. what it kind of felt like. I understand. But they that. gave you so much information that you did kind of feel like you could leave and like you do you, you you definitely get something out of it, which was cool, yeah. I thought. And it wasn't like a bunch of like nonsense. But it was it was just funny to watch people like 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 some of the writers and stuff they had in there that'd be like, You just wanna like feel the character from afar and it's like not okay. not unrelated, I but I actually have a question for you. Has anyone ever asked you... This is actually kind of like my question. 
Because I, I, I had a different question, but this is actually a better question. Okay. Has any because I how how long have you been doing stand up for? That's not what I thought you were going to say. Um, I've been doing it for like eight nine years. Yeah, I've been doing it for maybe like a couple years less than that, but like around the same range. And I still feel like I don't know shit. Like I I'm still completely like learning how to do it. I had the first person ever. D- very earnestly DM me and ask me like how to get started in stand up, and I I mean I was like well I I gave like the basics like go to an open mic da 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 and then then he was like do you have any advice just like general advice do you give advice have you ever been asked that number one and number so two times, yeah. what, do you give advice ever because I have an answer but I want to know yours. I um is this just about like comedy advice. Yeah, yeah, if someone asks you who wants to start like stand up, okay, because it's like it may be a little like it may be different because like I think sometimes advice you you some, not everybody really wants advice, you know. So I think if it was an advice question, that would be different, right? But when it comes to comedy, um, I normally my answer to that always is because when people say do you have any advice, my answer is always you have to like failing at it as much as you enjoy doing well at it. So close to what my answer is, I I just go. And just do whatever you can to have fun. If you're having fun on stage, that's all that matters. And if you're not having fun, then why why do it? It's not like a desk job. You can you can have a desk job if you want a desk job. That but that's all I say. Like anyone who has specific advice. Now that you said that, I would also I I know that that's usually what I say to people. And then like obviously you tell them to do it open mic or whatever. But yeah, that's my thing. Is like you have to enjoy failing at it because that's what you'll be doing most of the time. And I think that kind of goes along with any artistic endeavor right but um now that you just said that about um what'd you just say uh having fun <laughs> oh about having fun oh, it's, it's not it's a not job. a desk job i now i would add to my advice though to comics now i would be like it you need to treat it like a desk job <laughs> you do because you a lot of comics because a lot of comics get into comedy and then they're like oh my god it's fun and partying and you're out all night and you're but like really like the truth is like Here's the issue, though. Here's where. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh no, you're fine. I was just gonna say the the issue there is that you, uh, every comic I know, every really successful comic, they spend like the majority of their day writing for so many hours. They spend it it it's structured the way like a job job is structured. It's structured in the sense of like you have to have dedicated time to like the same thing with this podcast. We have to have time to edit. We have to have time to upload. We have to have time to make the clips. Like that's the job part of the job. I get what you're saying, but then there's examples of motherfuckers that I think if they had less fun and they didn't party as much as they did, they wouldn't be as funny. They wouldn't be as interesting. Like the partying. Oh, I guess it depends on the comics. You it like depends too. on the comics you like. Yeah, it depends on the comic you're trying to be. That that's why that's why I I try to stay away from that sort of thing because like for me. That like if you told me that when I was younger, it would be good advice because that's kind of turned out to be the kind of comic I was. I do write a lot. It's not that I don't have fun, but it's like I I kind of I try to work as much as I can. I just think having fun at a certain point can't come before the experience of the audience, and I think sometimes people get too into the fun part of it on their end and forget that you do have to do the work because people are buying tickets, they are planning their night around you, they are getting babysitters to come see you, they are using their vacation hours. Like you have some responsibility to have put in work to put on a good show for them and not just be like, well, I had a great time. It's like, okay, motherfucker, where everybody else was miserable out there. Or like, <laughs> I've seen that uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've also just to play, uh, to play my favorite role, devil's advocate. 
Um, the devil don't need no advocates. That, that's well, he loves me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, I've seen people go the other way where they treat comedy too much like homework. And they, they're like, well, if I if I put this here and I put this word here and then I go up on stage and then they're oh, not 100%. funny. Because, that's nightmare people. Yeah, nightmare people. So, But that's two different nightmares. Right. But that's because everything has an extreme. Right. And it's always better to be somewhere and in I, the middle. And I veer too far into the homework thing sometimes. And it's only been recently that I've... And it's so funny. Like, at, the real reason why I think I, I wouldn't give advice is because I'm still begging the hosts of friends and family at the comedy store to give me three minutes. I, I beg them for three minutes. It's like, that's where I am right now. Okay, so well, you shouldn't beg. Nobody wants to give anything to someone who's begging. obviously not begging, but I'm saying like, I, I, that's good advice in comedy. The more you act, the more you act, like, act like you don't need something, the more people want to give it to you. That's not always true though. I know the that's hu- always been my experience. No, well, yeah, but hustle. I've seen hustlers really make it. From fucking asking everyone everything. So, it's true. I guess it also depends on the kind of shows, the kind of environment you're in. That's a, You know what really good, is good advice for this? Even though I hate talking about comedy to people that don't do comedy because it's like so boring, I feel like, mm-hmm. to people. So I'm sorry if this is boring if you're listening. It's not. They, but, I think they appreciate it. And if, if they don't, hey, fuck you. No, How about see, that? He's leaning too much hey, into fun. fuck you. No, you know how it is when someone starts talking about comedy and you're like, oh my god. Um... Yeah, but we don't do it often. But I know. But what, what were we just talking about? Oh, that. Uh, nope. We were saying that. Um, begging. Begging. Yeah, acting cool. Uh, the thing is, oh, this is the best advice for comedians. I think really, learn how to read the environment you're in. Read Great. the room. Great. Because that is the skill you're gonna have to know if begging is the thing to do, if playing it cool is the thing to do, what where you should, uh, you know, turn it up, where you need to like shut your mouth a little bit. Where you should be more work oriented, where it's, where it should be more fun. If you learn to read the rooms and read the environments and who's, that's who's there, that's probably the best advice. Great piece of advice. Besides the general, you know, you have to like failing at it that we talked about earlier. Yeah, but I think that because because the thing is like we could go back and forth ping ponging that because it, right. everything is different depending on what rooms you're in, what mm. meetings you're in, who's there, who you're performing. It's always different. I'll, I'll throw one on top of that. Also, not everyone wants to see your penis. Oh, yeah. Not everyone does. And most of the time, they'll tell you if they do. Right. People will tell you if they want to see your penis. And if they and if they say, absolutely, then go from there. Yeah. And if they say, what the fuck? Don't ask then, people that. Then, Stop asking. Then let's, let's you know take what? the night off. Both things can be wrong. It's true. Uh, that was your question for me, though. Mm-hmm. I think that, was a, that is... Um, that is also a good advice thing for everything, not even just comedy jobs. Learning how to read the room, read you're the read room, the environment, and also yeah. you have to enjoy failing at it. It's good advice for anything you start. Which is, I have a that was always has been one of my biggest problems. Is I get really into like, if I don't think I'm gonna be good at something, I'm like, well, I'm not doing it then. Especially in something that's so like ego driven as comedy is, because because I think a lot of people, I mean, me included. I've fallen into this thing where it's like, yeah, but I'm like a cool guy, so I'm going to act like a cool guy in this situation. And it's like, no, you should have just been like more present. and like, Well, you know. luckily my years and years in the pageant industry has um, oh, yeah. prepared me for uh, setting aside all my ego to answer questions and commentary from the judges at any moment. Do you like Cassie Musgraves? Casey Musgraves? Yeah, Casey? I like her. Is it Casey? Uh-huh. Ah, fuck, I fucked up her name. I'm sorry. Kate Casey. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the... Do you think she's listening? I like the album pageant material. Yeah, me too. It's good. 
she did the CD release party at a gay bar in Nashville. I was there. Whoa. Nice. But yes, I'm always prepared for the judges. Um, Do you think you could be in a pageant of some kind? Like a muscle pageant or a regular pageant? Uh, I couldn't go through. A toddler pageant? I certainly couldn't go through. I certainly don't have what it takes to be in a muscle pageant, as you put it. Um, (laughs) Why is that? I thought that's like a thing anyone could do. Isn't that the whole slogan they throw out there? The muscle pageant? Yeah, like anyone can learn. Anyone anyone can train to be like a. Fuck no. That is absolutely not. You need perfect genetics and the right steroid program and you need to train like crazy it's not i mean like it, you can give steroids to one guy and they look like mr olympia and you can give steroids to another guy and they look worse than me it's just like it's just really luck of the draw like it, it all there's so much that oh no not worse than you um what the hell? That's such a crazy thing to say. Like you're obviously people think you're very attractive. So worse people, than you would just be a regular person. But I'm I like I look like a regular guy that works out. I the okay. the Mr. Olympia guys look like clouds. Clouds. I love a cloud guy. They look like they came with their arms down. I want to show you a guy. He's not a Mr. Olympia. He's a strong man, but he he has such a I I want to show you this man's body. It's so beautiful and perfect. This is, I can already tell this is going to be weird. No, we'll, we'll, we'll look at it. But do you have any questions for me? Yeah, I wanted to know, what are your feelings on public scavenger hunts? Because I've had a lot of personal experience with scavenger hunts, and I felt like recently I've been going through the trauma of it and trying to unpack it. Like, for instance, um, working in malls a lot growing up, like in the, uh, college and stuff, people would just, like, churches birthday parties everyone just thinks they can come to malls and do like scavenger hunts like just come into stores but like, can we have a bag can we have this like can we do a picture by this man and it's like one that really fucks up all the stores conversions and numbers for the day it's a horrible thing to do to stores unless you've like pre-planned it with them i guess <clears throat> but secondly working at malls we used to get a lot of these things called prayer scavenger hunts have you ever heard of them no. So prayer scavenger hunts are whenever like really religious people that are usually like religious, like off alone somewhere kind of religious. Right, right, like right. We, like we live in our own, we live on our, we live in the church because it is our house. Religious by the creek type people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're the snake in my boot because I'm worshiping <laughs> it. Like, like very my people, but they, you would drive to mall areas and they would come in. I used to get them all because I, I worked in, I, I worked, I was worked at a makeup counter and so I would get them. 20, they would come to me every, almost every time. They'd be like, so we're actually, we've been called to pray for someone today who is wearing a black shirt. And we noticed that you are wearing a black shirt. And there's, we mind you, you have to wear black at cosmetics jobs. So sure. everyone is. Sure. And they're like, would it be, would it, would it be okay if, if we would pray for you right now? And I was always like, yeah, sure. I would love some prayer. I, I ain't gonna turn down no prayers. Go right. for it. And they were always like, "Oh, uh, like they weren't prepared to actually pray for me." Right. Of course. Like they were ready for a fight or something. Yeah. And I was like, "They were ready." I was for like, you. "Do you want me to?" I, and so I would. I'd be like, "Oh, let's go!" Like God bless me. Like here, I need all. Thank you so much for me. Yes, God, Mama. Like you know, we were doing the whole prayer thing, and then they were just like. Well, also, have you thought about... And every time it would turn into, like, have I thought about repenting or something? And I was like, so you didn't want to pray for me. This was... A, was a, what, you have you have taken a joyful scavenger hunt, and you have twisted into a personal attack on me? Right. Yeah. Listen, so how do you feel about scavenger hunts? 
I mean, I certainly haven't had the uh, the background in them that you did, but churches love a scavenger hunt. Yeah, I've never I've never experienced that. I will say the idea of an ad- it's an these are adults doing it. Oh well, adults, teenagers. I mean, it depends. There's multiple kinds. There's all kinds of scavenger. I'll hunts. say this: I like living in a place where you can't do scavenger hunts. You can do them anywhere. That's that's what. No, no. If you did a scavenger hunt in L.A., kids would be like, oh, oh, "And I found a needle." L.A. has their own version of scavenger hunts. Their engagement scavenger hunts. L.A. is loves an engagement Don't, scavenger hunt. Uh, okay. Now, and do you know? Oh no 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 no! Bah, 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 bah. Often on this podcast, you will introduce me to things that I didn't know about before, and that pissed me off. And you're about to do that right now, okay? Yeah. So just just know, I'm you're gonna you're gonna go and you're gonna explain to me what an engagement scavenger. I have a joke about this. I'm sure you've heard it. Just know, you've pissed me off. Go on. Good. It pisses me off. A scavenger engagement scavenger hunts are first of all, if you told me that in order to marry you, I had to do a bunch of cho- activities beforehand. Bye. I had to. I had to like. I had to take my day that you're supposed to be pampering and bamboozling me Bye. to find the jewelry you bought. See ya. I would be livid. Also, but anyways, there's scavenger hunts where like you start your day and you would be like, like you would wake up, like say, <laughs> say I was okay. have planned one for you. Sure. So you would wake up and like say like you shaved your face every morning. So when you'd open your cabinet, there'd be like a little card there and it'd be like, Dan, Blah, blah, blah. It would be like a riddle or a poem or whatever that would lead you to the next clue. At the end of it, you would end up somewhere really cool and romantic where then you would be asked to be married, in which we could have just went to begin with for sure. But normally the scavenger hunts like prepare you for that. So like you'll like men will set them up or like a woman go gets her hair done and then she goes to a makeup appointment. Yeah. I would like to do this, but for a divorce. Or yeah, it's like, totally. I, I, I set up like little notes uh, for my <laughs> wife. To places where we had fights and that like horrible things happen, and it's like, yeah, this is the bar you cheated on me at, and then it it the it ends at the courtroom. Yeah, you're where, describing a crime scene. What do you mean? That you're like, oh, there's a piece of there's a there's a bone over here. There's like this is the bar they met. Like that's that to me it feels very crime sceney. What do you mean crime sceney? No, you know like the like I feel like if you're it just felt like a like a very no, it's situation. a cute way to divorce your wife. I'm trying to think of like a cute quirky way. To divorce the person you're with, or husband. I think we, men have already invented a cute, quirky way to leave your wife. You that say you're going that? for cigarettes. Yeah, that is. Oh, that's so funny. And then you don't come back, and it's like, it's different. Leaving for cigarettes is also in really LA, funny. Besides scavenger hunts, another thing that I would be, I would be so livid if mm. someone proposed me like this is a flash mob proposal. Again, had no idea that existed. Oh, that's a big thing on the internet too. But like, people would do flash mobs. But the idea, if if okay, if you, or if someone sat me down and prepared, even if they were just my friend, even if it wasn't a proposal, it was like a birthday thing, and then my friend sat me down and started doing a choreographed dance that they've been planning so for months. So what you're telling me is you've all been hanging out for months without me learning cool dance moves. It's over. And then I have to watch you perform. You know I love performing. It's one now of you're going to take it from me? Mm-hmm. The, 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 I would say no so fast to that marriage. I bet clearly we know nothing about me. Right. That's the issue. Is It's like, I mean, but to be fair, maybe these are people that are like, you know, flash mob type folks. You know of what I mean? Of course they are. They're, they're like, you got a flash mob husband and a flash mob wife, and it's like, you know what? God bless your marriage. 
I want nothing to do with that. I don't want a scavenger. I am a grown up. I just want the stuff that I want. I will go to the store and buy it if I My want it. My life's a scavenger hunt. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking for pennies. I'm looking for pills on the <laughs> ground. Okay? Like, I really do believe, though, that, like, that would... It's just so rude to me to be like, oh, me and all your friends hung out together. Like, I would have much <laughs> rather been hanging out the whole time learning the dance. Well, th- these are your own internal... Uh... I'm just saying, would you have liked that? Would you be like, oh, the only thing you get to do is watch us do our cool new skill? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you don't get to do anything. And then after it's done, that's it. You don't get to... We're, we're not going to keep going to dance classes. You're not going to learn the... Like, you're never going to learn this thing. Right. We I would, have a bond now, and you're just an onlooker. I would sit them there and make them teach it to me. That's oh, me too. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, from the top, let's go. One, two, one, two. Damn. That would be a big one for me, for the, sure. The church scavenger hunt is, that's going to stick with I me I participated for a long in one once. I had to go to, me and my friend were forced to go with our, our her mom was friends with this like church lady, so they made us go with like their kids to just like, walk in, Yeah. which my family didn't do stuff like that, and neither did hers, so we had to go, and we had to ride on like a bus of church people and they were singing like songs like you know like in the morning when we look out the window there is the lord you know Whoa, what I mean? like that that's or cool. whatever i made that one up but it was similar that no you just came up with that <laughs> yeah, of course that's the new that's the new big hit <laughs> yeah that's gonna be hot in these christian streets whenever we start playing mega churches oh i cannot wait to be saved i can't wait i see the way those guys dress and their watches and i'm like i you're gonna be ripping phone books in half Woo! for the lord oh yeah i'll i'll be the rip the phone book guy and you'll be the uh i want to baptize people you, well you i you could be the one you could baptize people and you could be the kind of person that's like flexing on the congregation oh. like and i and i ask god I want to do Bentley. Yeah. I want to hold I... the snakes. <laughs> okay, you could all. I want to be a belly dancer. I should be the vampire from Dust Till Dawn. That yeah. bitch. That's who I want to be. You're really you're uh. moving away from the whole church <laughs> uh-huh. concept. I'm like, turns out I want to eat those apples. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Um, oh my! I went to a church scavenger yeah. hunt, and they made us. And this is this is whenever my deep set hatred towards scavenger hunts really started. Truly. Okay. Is me and my she's my my best friend Kayla, and we had to go. And we're on this bus, and on the bus ride, they were saving people as we were driving. They were very much like, everyone put their, which is not safe. We're like kids. We should be sitting down, not putting our hands upon the driver. Oh, yeah. So, put saving your hands it. upon the driver. And so, like, which, like, <sighs> I'm I'm not, like, anti-church or anti any of that stuff, really. I'm anti-putting your fucking hands on the driver. Oh, yeah. I'm anti-putting your hands on anybody. I'm anti-putting your hand. Let the person do their job, motherfuckers. So we were saving. Well, we were. They were saving people. Then we get off at like, uh, like a Bass Pro Shop or something, which is great. Okay, listen, I- I'll get Christians. I don't think you should be putting your hands on the driver, but you really nailed it with Bass Pro Shop. Well, because it was like an outlet mall, so that's like you know how you walk in at Bass Pro Shop, yes. and outlet malls. So we were going to do that, and then and then they were like, no, this place is too big. So they put us back on the bus. They took us to a Walmart. Great. And then they were like, okay, you're going to have a scavenger hunt. So you guys have to, they gave us a list of different objects and we had to go pick them out. And we had teams. And then we had to hide the objects we found and the other team had to find our objects to win, right? When I tell you I cheated so hardcore, oh, I was like throwing things across the store. I was yeah. throwing them in trash. I was having, I was like returning them to Walmart. Right. I was like telling like eleven year olds. We were like I don't know fifteen or sixteen. I right. was like take this to the bathroom, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> like we we were trying to win so bad because you got a Ruby Tuesday's gift card for the Lord, Ooh. and and 
at the end of it, they let this other team found all of our stuff and won. And I was like, no, they didn't. Whoa. And they were like, and they were like, yes, we did. And I was like, I know you did it because because I hid and I moved the thing where we had hid something. Yeah. And they were like, oh, so you guys cheated. And I was like, but so did you, clearly. Right. And they let them win anyways. And ever since, I have uh. had a bitter rivalry with scavenger hunts because I really feel like I was robbed. It's just like when I was in 4-H. Were you in 4-H? No. Well, 4-H is for the farmer people. Okay. And I was in 4-H and I had to write a, a, a paper. It was a This was a national speech we all had to write. And I got into the top three for the national speech about my speech about octopuses. Mm-hmm. But during the time, it was octopi was the proper word. But now it is octopuses. They changed it. Interesting. But it's octopi. And I lost to a motherfucker that wrote about walking horses, even though octopi are so much cooler. Mm. Not to, And I will not have any questions further on that. And so I also don't like giving speeches because what if I lose? Also, I think the octopus, the walking horse community owes you a big apology. They do. They owe you a huge apology for that because, honestly, they get enough fucking press, okay? You glory hounds. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen a walking horse teach a man anything. I. You know what? I've never seen a young kid riding an octopus and feeling happy about it. Yeah, well, can, well, can a walking horse do fourth grade math? That's a great question. I've never seen But that. an octopus can. It can? Yeah. They can play, they can play Frogger. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. I, we don't name the episodes, do we? No. I wish we but did. But we have we well, we have subtitles that are three little. I think that you don't know this. We have subtitles that are like the three topics, kind of. We should just make this one octopus plays Frogger. <laughs> That'd be cool. We should or should we start naming the should we start naming the podcast uh, yeah. episodes? We can ask. Let, let us know if you like that. Yeah. Or if you like uh, the surprise of it all. Also subscribe to the YouTube. Yeah, subscribe to the YouTube. I am going to lose my mind why do you do you ever look at your amount of followers on instagram and, and look everywhere else and be like what the fuck no never because i know like not all of them are watching my stories and it just sure takes time. but you're never just like not even like not even like the lizard part of your brain is like you should all love me everywhere no no because i very much understand that they're only ingesting me if they're if they're following my instagram they're only seeing like 15 second clips so you're not gonna trust a motherfucker you only see in 15 second clips that's why i'm doing the podcast to try to like expand that a little bit but yeah you should yeah. listen you tune in and listen to us for longer than 15 seconds it's cute for a taste but it's great for a swaller thank you for listening to jesus christ thank you for listening to basket of cats okay bye